1: to the chat. Our names don't matter. We welcome our new robot overlords. It's it's you're right. It's right. That's right. Ha- it's happening, people. the The cars are they're sentient now. They've got faces, and they're they look at you. They look right in your face. It's real. This is real.
0: Nothing matters anymore. The cars are coming. Yep. Big big ups to Jaguar for. <laughs> Moving up that timeline a bunch, as we will talk about... (sighs) Yep, 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 yep.
1: So cars have faces, Lucas. Why do cars have faces? Do you want to answer that question? Because cars have faces now, and not just faces. Faces that look at you. They
0: look you in the eyes. Yep. This entire episode (laughs) was inspired by an image I saw, I don't know, I think on Tumblr, of a new prototype jaguar has put out of a self-driving car that i want to stress this in order to make pedestrians feel more safe they have put eyes on to make eye contact with you the thought is this will tell you that they quote see you and won't hit you as you cross the road but they have in fact slapped eyes onto a car and i don't particularly care for that I'll be the first to say it.
1: If there's one thing I want a robot AI to be able to do, it's to inform me that it's looking at me. And that it sees. It sees everything.
0: Yeah, I don't like that the car knows I'm there. I don't. I want the car to be entirely unaware of me, and also have a person driving it.
1: Not only uh, does it know you're there, it's going to be looking specifically at you. Looking you in the eyes with, with its dark, dark soulless eyes.
0: And this is another thing I want to stress about this terrible car, which we're going to talk about this a lot. If you want to see an image of it, I'm sure I've tweeted it out on our Twitter, which is at the Kachat. Give us a follow, please. But it's like its eyes are sort of droopy and they're squinting at you almost it has eyelids and it looks disappointed and sad it doesn't
1: have these like bright hopeful cheerful eyes that make you think of a cartoon they 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 went for the uh the sad millennial
0: yeah it john it looks like this car is already downtrodden and feels as if we have you know been using it without appreciating it and abusing it, which can't be a good start for these cars that think. So, it's a car
1: that thinks and stares at you and is already sad, is a sad boy.
0: Yeah, yeah, so anyway, we're a step closer to Lightning McQueen, folks, and that's what we're going to talk about this week.
1: We've mentioned many times cars, movies, other, uh, any any sort of movie (laughs) that we could... Where it was just like, oh, there are either cars or is sentient things in this movie that could become cars. And we, we always say, oh, that, that's a prequel for sure. Even Inspector Gadget. Yeah, that's a prequel. This is the prequel, guys. It's We're real life. Prequel. We are the prequel to cars. They're, oh. they're taking over.
0: Oh, gosh. I didn't know it would happen so soon, John.
1: Time time for a very not fun fact. Uh,
0: this episode.
1: This entire episode.
0: Uh, no, was that genuinely your not very fun fact? Your very not fun fact? No, it's not. <laughs> okay.
1: My very not fun fact is according to, uh, what is it? NewScience.com. That is uh, www.NewScientist.com forward slash article forward slash DN25560 dash sentient, dash robots, dash not, dash possible, dash if, dash you, dash do, dash the, dash maths, forward slash.
0: Oh yeah, I know that site.
1: Yep. Uh, apparently, uh, d- depending on how you define consciousness, con- just robots, cars, they-, they can't have it, because according to this very specific definition of consciousness you need to it's it's weird you need to be able to see something as two inputs at once but it has to be a requirement and also you have to be able to forget
0: who why do you have to be able to forget i don't like that
1: because that's kind of how imagination and like it's how the brain functions in regards to like storytelling i guess It's something about how you could remember all these facts, but you couldn't create anything out of it unless you were to be able to choose not to think about certain things. And that kind of requires you to be able to forget about things. Huh? It's like how your brain remembers things poorly. So what it does, it will uh, fake the things that it forgets. And sometimes it gets it right. Sometimes it gets it wrong.
0: That's actually like super interesting. I get I get the the string to the not the very not fun fact, but I don't know. That's an interesting thing to think about. Yep, yeah, it's weird. But the bad news is, if they can't be sentient or conscious, they're gonna need us for that. Yeah, huh. which
1: means we're the squishy bit.
0: Yeah, we're definitely the squishy bit, and at, at least this potential road to cars, I don't see any way around that. You know. Yeah, we are. The biological innards that will combine with these terrible, terrible eye cars to eventually evolve into Tomator and Doc and Sally and Lightning McQueen and Jackson Storm and
1: Yeah. Alright. So let's talk about artificial intelligence. Lucas, give me a brief rundown of everything you know about artificial intelligence.
0: Oh jeez. Okay. So artificial intelligence is Robots and computers pretending they're people, but not really. John, I don't know anything about artificial intelligence.
1: Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Well, artificial intelligence is a concept that is very broad and also very specific. It's artificial intelligence in its simplest, I think, can be just described as a program that can make decisions. Okay. You,
0: I think that's a good way to put it.
1: It gets input, it gives output, and it it is a way to artificially create something that can choose. Robots are very uh. good at, if this, then this. They're not so good at, which do I prefer? Yeah. Because and. preference is always going to be, what do you want me to choose? That is what I will choose. Because if this, then this. So artificial intelligence is kind of, uh, we want to develop a system that can make its own choices. And it's, it's so very strange because a lot of it is, well, how do you define choice? How do you define like will and free will? How do you define consciousness or sentience? What are all of these things and which of them matter? for artificial intelligence, so that's, it's it's just a very, very broad thing. What would you say artificial intelligence, like, would look like to you?
0: Huh. When I think of artificial intelligence in, like, a futuristic sense, I think of, like, the Terminator. When I think of it in, like, a now sense, I think of, you know, computerized video game opponents, so that, that that's sort of the spectrum for me. All
1: right all right that's that's a good spectrum, I would guess. Uh, hmm a long time ago, uh I saw something about they were trying to make kind of a video game kind of just an artificial intelligence. It was an interactive thing. I think they called it Milo or something, and it was you can have your very own just boy. He's just there he's in your tv he talks to you he's just a boy and that's it and it was this thing where it was like they were experimenting with like trying to make something that can speak to you and has natural conversation and basically it was a can we make something that passes the turing test kind of thing and Mm -hmm. boy howdy that it was unsettling.
0: That sounds like the Disney Channel original movie Smart House to me, in which a house falls Did in love with a man. Smart House try and kill them all? Yeah, because the house falls in love with the dad, uh, and the dad, like, is sort of into it. Because the daughter makes a
1: brain, out, like a tiny brain, right?
0: Maybe. Because a...
1: Of... I feel like the ending of Smart House This the house
0: tries to kill them at the well the house threatens to kill them at the end, you know? Yeah.
1: And then I like I feel like it's either that movie or a different movie where a girl then like makes AI tiny little brains and then they just put them in toys and like sell it to a company.
0: Oh. I don't know what you're talking about, but that's spooky to force a sentient being into a toy.
1: Yeah, and if it's a house sentience that you're, like, basing it off of, and that house tried to kill you, and you're just selling it as a toy,
0: that's just Chucky. It certainly is. Man, Disney Channel movies are weird. Yeah, that's not even the only one about an AI. Pixel Perfect is also about an AI that goes, that tries to become a person. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, and Smart House, like, she's... A person. Like, a hologram.
0: Yeah, yeah. She she is the house, but she, like, generates a hologram of, like, a maid, if I remember this right, which I probably don't.
1: Wait a minute. It's made in 1999?
0: That is. Earlier than I would have thought.
1: Is that the boy from Luck of the Irish?
0: I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if they, you know, recycled some actors in the DCOMs. You know, that's fair. I think it is. That's one of my favorite decoms. Look at the Irish. Mm-hmm. That's solid.
1: Very solid. So weird. Love it.
0: Actually, John, speaking of DCOMs, this is going to derail the episode a lot, but I think that's the perfect segue into today's uh, something about a wiki and something about a quote of the day. All right. All right. All right. So this one comes from Wikipedia itself, which is, not usual for us. It's uh, en.wikipedia.org slash wiki slash high school musical, the musical, the series. What? So, <laughs> this has nothing to do with cars. This is something I just want to talk about. But, like, two episodes ago, you asked me who would win between Bruce Lee and some character from Game of Thrones, so I have every right to do this.
1: Sure. That's how that works.
0: So... For their streaming service, Disney is making a series about a high school musical TV series, and A, they are calling it High School Musical, colon, The Musical, colon, The Series, which is frankly insane. That is an insane title for anything.
1: Yeah, yeah it is.
0: Uh, but under premise here is the wiki quote of the day, which is... The series follows a group of students at East High who stage a performance of High School Musical for their winter theater production, only to realize that there is as much drama that happens offstage as there is on stage.
1: Now wait just a minute. But, so, so. Y- yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a musical. Yes. About a musical. Yes. About a musical. Yes. About a musical.
0: There may have been one too many in there, but that sounds right to me.
1: I don't think so. It's a musical. The show itself, about a musical. Those kids are in a musical, uh, about a musical. That musical is High School Musical. uh, Which is about a musical. Which is about a musical. That's
0: Yeah. That's for (laughs) insides. That's too much. Yes, and not only that, But East High, which is the setting of this show, is also the setting of High School Musical. Is it? Yes, they go to East High. They are the East High Wildcats in High School Musical. So, is this in the same universe as High School Musical? I would assume if they go to the same high school.
1: Maybe they're using it as a, oh, our school is named the same as this school in this musical, so we should should just... Do this musical.
0: Eh? John, I think what's happening in this is this is a musical TV show about a group of high schoolers doing a musical that is about alumni from their high school doing a musical about a musical. Again, I may have said musical too many times there. I cannot keep track. And I haven't stopped thinking about this for the past 13 hours. Have you
1: seen the uh, Zach Efron SNL skit where he's talking to, like, at the school and he goes to there and he's like giving a, a speech to the graduating class and he's like, hey, guys, just so you know, no one sings after this school. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Apparently it's not normal to just burst into rehearsed choreography.
0: Yeah, but maybe it is in this high school musical verse. But it's also crazy to think about that this is a fictional world that still, it's a fictional world in which people break out in song and dance, but they have created a stage show still from the Disney Channel original movie High School Musical, which is about a fictional world in which people break out in song and dance, that is doing a show about a fictional world in which people break out in song and dance. Oh, man. How deep does this go? Not
1: deep enough. What's
0: the musical from High School Musical about? Do we know that's not about a musical? Uh, I'm still trying to find out if...
1: Okay, so... So I have found that it was filmed in like three different high schools and one of those high schools was named East High School?
0: Yeah, Liz told me that, which ruins my fun a little bit because uh, she grew up near it. So it could just be in the real high school, but i that's not fun enough for me. <laughs> I choose to believe this is happening in a universe in which Troy and Gabriella and Chad and Ryan and Sharpay and the girl who plays the piano all existed and went to their high school, and they were so inspired by how they messed with the status quo and how they were all in it together that they decided to make a stage show about their real-life alumni from their high school. There's just so, so much. Yeah, so that... I've been too busy thought, thought spiraling about that this week to think too much about cars, so I wanted to bring it up in our podcast. So I hope that's okay. Yeah, I'm just... Man, there's, there's so much. And we even organically brought up DCOMs, so I, I was going to do this the whole time. I want you to know.
1: <laughs> you were just but waiting. But we got
0: like a decent transition, which was surprising to me. All
1: right, I gotta figure... I gotta figure out what show they were doing.
0: Was it written by the girl who played the piano? Or is that in the second movie? Or the third one?
1: I feel like it was in... No, yeah, I think it was in the first one, because in the first one, uh, they say, like, the whole thing is Sharpay and Ryan are singing it wrong, because that's not how she imagined it.
0: Yeah, she... Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Also, the pianist is named Kelsey, I have looked yes. up. We've gotten pretty off topic, which I said yeah. would happen. Okay,
1: so artificial intelligence. I don't know how to talk about that again. I'm so stuck on a High
0: School Musical. It's okay. crazy, is it not? I'm not weird for thinking that it's insane, right? No, that's that's it's insane. It's very insane. The title is High School Musical, the Musical, the Series. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very upset. And it's a
1: musical about a musical about a musical about a musical, so... There's that.
0: Oh, I hope Zach Efron makes a cameo. Okay, artificial intelligence. I'm back, I promise. No more high school music. <laughs> Alright.
1: Uh we've done our brief AI introduction, I guess. Uh I welcomed our new kings. Uh, we're all gonna die, because why wouldn't we? Because Alright, so like there's this whole big quote or something as something along the lines of like Why would a computer look on us with anything it's like, it's supposed to be a quote about God. And it's something along the lines of like, do you ever apologize when you step on an ant? Of course not. Because an ant is so little to you. And that's what these robots are going to be. They're going to zoom right past us in every way. And we're just going to be ants. And they don't want ants in their house. So they're just going to get rid of us. Lucas, we're all going to die. And it's going to be lightning McQueen that kills us.
0: Yeah, that is actually a decent transition into this week's question from Liz, I will say.
1: All right, question question from Liz. Question from Liz is a statement from, like, we're going to do multiple of these. Question from Liz is a statement, and it's a statement about that picture. The statement is, this is the worst. This is just the worst. That's the statement. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's That's our answer. It is. It's the worst.
0: Certainly. Go ahead with your question. Our other question from Liz comes from a different Liz. Uh, and her question is, if the robots did become sentient, why would they be mean to me? And I want to specify, when we were talking about this, we, we asked, uh, because we knew that they weren't freaked out, very freaked out about robot uprisings, we asked, like, Do you want your question to be like, uh, why would the robots be mean if they did an uprising? And she said, well, no, I get why they would hate us, but I want I'm nice to my computers and robots. So why would they be mean to me? So I think that's very interesting that she's she understands that the computers would rise up, but not that they would rise up against her.
1: Sort of a Rick and Morty uh, snowball situation. Sure. Okay. So there's an episode where uh, Rick makes oh the the their dog family one. dog, dog hyper intelligent, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Liz supposes that when technology like has its uprising, that she's going to become like the pet of her computer.
0: Th- the pet or. I don't know, I think just a friend. She, Yeah, <laughs> she maybe, but said, like, they're, they're gonna be
1: so much more than us, so we can't like just be like pals. They're gonna crush us. They're gonna crush us, Lucas.
0: Yes, but she also did say when we were talking about this that she's had many negative experiences with tech support and an IT department. So she said, so I could... Tell them how to get to the people who controlled them, which is a terrifying thing to say.
1: I think it's time to to raise our spirits. Let's have a fun fact. Fun fact of the Worst day. Fun fact of the day. There's there was a uh, an AI developed by IBM known as Watson.
0: Oh, uh, Wa- Jeopardy boy.
1: Jeopardy boy, developed to compete. Uh, in like I started, I think development started in 2010, and it competed in 2011 and won first place. It's 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 already smarter than us. It's better at answering our questions than we are.
0: I don't know, man. That's just like, like I I get the spectacle of like doing this weird exhibition Jeopardy match. I guess. But basically, it was two humans against Google. And you just Googled the Is that That's all it did, was it searched a database for the answers. Which I understand, like, building that database, etc., etc., is still an impressive feat. I don't know, I, I never expected the humans to beat them, you know? Yeah, I,
1: I've watched a documentary on it, and it was this weird, like, process of they would just keep just adjusting it here and there at first it was very broad and it would get like every answer wrong. And it wouldn't know how to answer questions and it was just like this back and forth of, well, how do we make it answer a question? What do we make it look for? How do we get it to look for answers that might make sense? Like when it first started off and it was like already able to answer questions, but like it was just answering rather than like getting the right answers It would do things like, uh, you'd ask, you'd say the answer of like, uh, famous, is a famous superhero whose uh, parents died in Crime Alley. Uh, And it would just answer, what is peanut butter? Because it would just Uh, look up uh, uh, like, alley, crime. It would look up keywords in the question and it would search articles and find like a phrase that was the subject that was being discussed, and it would just input it, and sometimes that would just be wildly wrong and it was res- it resulted in the programmers being very very heartbroken when like the people it was competing against would laugh at it.
0: yeah, that is sad,
1: <laughs> but then, after a year of development, it wins a first place prize of a million dollars.
0: And I mean, if you haven't seen that little Jeopardy match in which they brought back, like, at the time, the other two best Jeopardy people who ever played Jeopardy, it's not like, it wasn't competitive, you know? Yeah. It was just immediate. They got, like, maybe three or four questions each, if that, and the rest went to IBM immediately. So,
1: uh... Continuing the fun fact, like the goodness of it, I think currently uh, Watson is being used for, like, nurses will use Watson for diagnosis. And apparently 90% of nurses who use Watson, like, follow its advice.
0: That's really cool, actually. I never thought of that application Mm -hmm. for artificial intelligence, you know? I mean, Baymax... Well, you know, you've got me there. I've seen a movie about that application of artificial intelligence. Yeah. He, see, he doesn't see... Baymax never registered as a robot to me, almost. He's just a big fluffy boy. He's just
1: that guy from 30 Rock.
0: Now, I didn't follow that joke. I'll give you that.
1: Uh, he's he's voiced by one of the guys in 30 Rock.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to Google who voiced Baymax now. Who voiced VMAX? It was. I, I like Scott adds it. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it well, doesn't sound like it until you know it. And even then, like, you can forget it.
0: Yeah, I mean, they also added, like, a robot filter on top of it, so yeah. it's easy to not hear. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about cars a lot. We really haven't.
1: <laughs> so... Lightning Queen's gonna kill us all. We know why he's gonna do it. Yes, we know that he's gonna do it. Uh, time for a, a very not fun fact or a very fun fact, depending on how you want to look at it. According to a very different website, uh, uh, for I think I may have closed it out. It said that uh, we're expected to have uh, like decent AI with like that could reach what we would call sentience within ten to twenty years. So. Man, people do not know how to agree on this subject.
0: Yeah, man, (laughs) who... Okay, well, it's good to know. Do you want to know the scarier part about that? I think you're going to tell me either way, so go ahead.
1: Right, so do you know, like, the theory of, like, uh... What's it called? It was the name of a friggin' movie with Johnny Depp when he uploads his consciousness.
0: The Singularity.
1: Uh... Yeah, (laughs) Singularity. Uh... That, I don't even know if that's actually what they would call the movie, but it's the idea of, like, everything becoming gray matter because computers eat us all. Yes. Man, this is still not about cars. <laughs> but it's it's the idea that, like, there's going to be a computer that will start learning how to learn and learning how to make itself better. Yeah. And once you start that process, it becomes exponential of it will be able to make itself far better in far shorter time very quickly and it will surpass us pretty much immediately after that happens. So once we make a computer that's capable of doing that, it will then become Skynet pretty much immediately. So like, if this happens, if we get this program that can improve itself and make its own choices within 10 to 20 years. That means in 11 to 21 years, we could all be enslaved by Lightning McQueen.
0: Okay. Yeah. Certainly can. I think...
1: The the gray matter comes from uh, an idea of nanites. It's, it's this weird thing where it's self-replication of robots. They are nanites that can consume a material and then make themselves with that material? Like
0: Darkheart from Justice League Unlimited.
1: Yes. Yes. You and, all uh, know. Like the gray matter is. Yep. Everyone knows as, Darkheart. As I'm sure you all know. Oh, man. It's a good episode. Justice League Unlimited.
0: One of my all-time favorite shows. DC, its
1: animation has been pretty, pretty great. Yes. But uh, it it's the fear that there's going to be a programming error where it forgets what it's supposed to be consuming and it just cons- well, forgets what it's supposed to be consuming or consumes Uh, like we don't place a limiter or the limiter gets broken and it just consumes indefinitely and that's how everything gets turned into the same nanite which is actually the villain in a show that I very much like well, not the villain, a villain it's
0: stargate yeah i've heard about replicators i've heard about that stargate villain i believe Mm -hmm. yeah so So let's talk about cars i think a good way to actually talk about the subject of our podcast almost certainly more than half an hour into this podcast is to sort of we have the starting point you know this driverless car with eyes we have the end point Mm -hmm of Tow Mater, I want to explore the timeline, like the steps, you know, how we think we're going to get from this terrible, terrible thing that Jaguar has unleashed onto the world to a lovable hillbilly sidekick who is a truck.
1: All right, so first step, regular car. Second step, we give the car some ability to stay in a lane. Next step, we, well, before that step, actually, we give it the ability to control its own velocity. Then we give it staying in a lane and GPS, knowing where it is. Then we give it staring people in the eyes with its own terrifying face.
0: Yeah, that is a pretty big leap we've taken, you know? All
1: right, so next, Elon Musk is like, that's not enough. I want it to make decisions more than just oh, it can kind of get you where you're going. I want it to like react to other cars. I want it to react to human elements. So it, they begin develop, developing this this uh, wonderful thing called artificial intelligence based morality. We have to create a decision-making process that decides what it will favor in regards to this is inevitable, how do I react? And it's going to be based on, okay, someone is about to hit me. A car is about to hit me. I could avoid being hit, but in doing so, I would endanger or kill another person. Do I do it to save my person and myself?
0: So basically we're going to teach cars the trolley problem.
1: We're going to teach cars the trolley problem, which means we have to pick an answer.
0: Yeah, we we have to solve the trolley problem, and or someone is going to think they know the answer to the trolley problem and impose that on the cars, which I don't love.
1: All right, Lucas, trolley problem. What do you do?
0: Uh... Can I derail the trolley?
1: No. I will give you Have a third option. a panic option. attack
0: is what I would do. I
1: will give you a third option. Alright, so there are five people on the track that you are currently on. You can change the track. The track would then hit me instead of those five people, but you would be directly oh. responsible for it hitting me. Or you can half change tracks, which will not derail. It will allow you to hit all six targets.
0: Ooh, okay. Now that's something to think about. I'm going to say, pull the emergency brake, because it's 2019, trolleys have emergency brakes.
1: Yes, but there will not be enough time to slow down.
0: Well, John, I'm not going to give an answer to the trolley problem. I haven't taken philosophy. Congratulations, Lucas, you just killed five
1: people through inaction.
0: Well, I'm not the first. In the immortal words of
1: Rush, you may choose not to decide at least you've made a choice. Or is it you still have made a choice?
0: Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. I'm never going to drive a trolley. I'm not going to get on a trolley. I have never been on a trolley. All right. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> Philosophy's dumb. Lucas Southworth, 2019.
1: Oh, boy. Man, it's weird. It's weird to think about the trolley problem.
0: Yes. Yes. That's why it's a thing. Because, like... Because it's hard to think about. There's so many different things about
1: it. Because, like, if you don't pull the lever, I don't think you can legally get in trouble for the five deaths. But I think you can be, like, arrested and tried for manslaughter or maybe even murder if you do, like, change it to the one person. So what you're
0: implying...
1: Is that not only, like if it were just a what do you pick is morally right you pick the one person you make the active choice to kill the one person because then you're saving five lives you're you're saving those five lives you you know that more lives will have been saved so a greater chance of uh like there's much more possibility within that for growth, development, and happiness and life. So like you have perpetuated life and happiness in a greater way, which is kind of like a good basis for morality. but but then you have to consider like the selfish aspect of well I will still go to jail if I choose this because one you let people die, the other you kill the person.
0: Yeah, I don't think the issue is the jail time. I think it's the moral weight of having blood, active blood, on your hand. I I think that's the 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 idea of the trolling. Honestly, problem. I'm I don't more, think
1: I like. I'm if if I knew that I wouldn't get in any trouble, I I could live with that. I could live with having been responsible for someone's death if I knew that it was to save five other people.
0: I don't know, man. (laughs) That is the implication of the trolley problem, though, is, like, it's not about jail time. (laughs) Just to
1: share this with the world, I'm probably gonna kill the one person and accept the jail time. Like, that's where I'm at as a person. Like, don't think that I'm, like, making this selfish decision of, oh, I just don't want to go to jail, so I'm gonna let more people die. No, I'm probably going to accept going to jail, and I'm probably going to kill the one person. And it's going to make me feel terrible, but I feel like that's the right thing to do.
0: Well, I'm not going to let you program the morality systems of any cars.
1: See, that's the thing, though. Like, you're going to buy the car that wants you to be alive more than another person, right?
0: For the sake of argument, sure.
1: Okay, so, like, you're buying a car. You're a very wealthy individual. You are picking out your car. Do you pick from the the brand that is choosing actively? All right, so we program our cars to give value to greater amount of life saved? Or do you pick the one that says, oh, protect this life inside of me at all costs?
0: John, I'm going to not get a self-driving car.
1: Statistically speaking, in like 50 years, self-driving cars, if they are widely accepted, because of them, there will be far less accidents. The roads will be far safer.
0: I have heard those statistics and I understand them. But like, I don't know, man. I don't want a self-driving car. I don't want a self-driving car. I don't want a car to make decisions for me. I want to make decisions for okay, the car. Okay, Will
1: Smith. Sure. Mister, I'ma drive my own car and put everyone else's life in more danger just because I'm uncomfortable.
0: John, they're thinking about giving them eyes.
1: No, Lucas. They've already given them eyes. And now they're gonna give them morality, and you need to make a choice, Lucas. Whose side are you on? Humans! Are you getting inside and being the squishy bit for the cars? Or are you gonna just be destroyed, walked over, just run down? By our new Mater overlord.
0: I'm going to fight against the cars. I can't remember what your question was, but my answer is I'm going to fight against the rise of sentient Mater. I'm not going to let Mater shove me inside of him so he can tell stories or whatever we were talking about earlier about they need us to be sentient.
1: So he can get her done? Oh, God. He will get her done. (sighs) Oh, boy. Okay, so... So that's the next step. They have to make. They have to solve the trolley problem, and here's where the government's going to have to make a choice. The government. Okay. So here's an interesting. Well, this is is very okay. So this is way too controversial for us to talk about on our cars. Okay. 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 (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll not talk about that issue specifically. I'll talk about issues similar to it, but. What do you think government is for?
0: Oh, jeez, man. (laughs) I think government is for doing for people what they can't do for themselves, is my personal political philosophy. Okay, okay.
1: See, originally I would say that government is an agreed-upon organization of I need protection and you will give me protection.
0: I think that's what it is originally. I think it has evolved yeah. into, you know. I, I think it should evolve into what I'm saying. I think it should be about protecting the little guy first and foremost. Is, I think should that be the big role of government.
1: Government's core should be that. Until the point where we have artificial intelligence deciding our morality for us. Which I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. But it's if that is what you're like, if that is the core of government, then government has to make decisions based on okay, we need to protect our citizens, which means we need to solve the trolley problem for our citizens. If more of our citizens are going to die because of this, then we need to prevent it. So if we have to choose one versus five, we choose the one, which means. The government should then step in and say, hey, you need, like, you're programming these robots. If you're programming this robot, you need to program it to say more life is more valuable than one life, even if that one life is the person who purchased you. So the government could step in and prevent that. But if they don't, then capitalism will do what capitalism does.
0: It, sure, it, will, it always does, man.
1: It will benefit those that already have the money and it will self-perpetuate a system that will always make sure that those that are most taken care of are those that have the most. And as such, artificial intelligence will quickly evolve to, first, I will take care of my uh master my owner and that will result in a car that values that which is inside of itself which will result in a car that values self which means we will have cars that become defensive drivers they will fight for their own lives in a sense and that's where it's gonna get tricky because soon we're going to develop programs that think about self-preservation. And Ooh. self-preservation?
0: <laughs> no, no, no.
1: <laughs> self-preservation is one of two well, really it's it's the thing that is like how life exists. Organisms perpetuate because they want to perpetuate So they find better ways to exist. They find more ways to exist. Basically, everything wants to exist forever, biologically speaking. There are two ways to do that. You can go for this thing will live longer, or this thing will create more of itself to live. And the reason that works is because if it didn't work like that, There just wouldn't be any life. So if we make something that has a sense of self and a sense of I want to exist or to continue to exist, there are two kinds of outcomes. We're going to have cars that will drive or self-repair. They'll do things that will make sure that they never need to be replaced or we will get a variant vehicle. That somehow, instead of repairing itself, will start making more of itself. So we'll start getting Mm. vehicles that can produce vehicles. Which gets into one of my favorite favorite, uh, engineering little things now. It's just 3D printing. The idea of machines that can create machines.
0: Yeah, they have the technology, huh? You give
1: that the ability to choose to create and the ability to, like, make parts of itself or even its whole self, in a sense, and then you give it the desire to exist in either form of immortality or procreation.
0: Or both, if we're particularly unlucky.
1: And you end up having... Creatures that will evolve, and if we ever in any way are perceived as threatening the perpetuation of this species, this new creature, then it will want to get rid of us.
0: Or, like we were saying earlier, if assimilating us into them will help
1: In any perpetuate, way, then they yeah, will do that.
0: They'll do it. It, like... I wanted if to mention want that earlier,
1: because I was talking about how it will value the person inside of it, and it will want to keep Ooh. that person safe. We talked about Smart House. It certainly House. will. What's the, what's the yeah. way to keep us safe? To make sure we never leave.
0: Man, now we just need to bring in a high school musical, and all the stuff we talked about will actually have relationship to what we were supposed to talk about.
1: <laughs> I mean, what's what's a thing... That is different about Mater and this creature that, like, is that, like, we need to go a few more steps.
0: How do we do that? They need to get, like, mannerisms, emotions, I'd say, is a big one. So Feelings.
1: So the reason Jaguar is putting faces on vehicles is so that people will feel comfortable. He's funny. What they're saying is... If our cars are more human...
0: funny and he's kind. ...people will like them more. Yeah, 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 yeah. This car wants
1: to exist. It wants to possibly procreate. How does it do that? It becomes more human, so it is more likable. Two outcomes of that. It makes itself into characters that are human-like replicating our culture and all of these things so that if we were to ever die off, it would have a representation of our culture that it developed so that it could exist. Or, again, how do you make something like human? Add a human. It doesn't let a human out. It makes that human express for it. It assimilates the human.
0: (laughs) I mean... Going back to Justice League Unlimited to bring it in. Uh, when Brainiac combined with Lex Luthor. Yep.
1: Lex didn't even know that, that he had that's done That's what
0: made them so powerful. Do you remember yeah, that bit? Because he just like... I do.
1: Grows out of him.
0: <sighs> but what... The combination of them is what made them so dangerous. Because mm-hmm. Brainiac was so... Intelligent and so powerful, but Lex was creative. Lex knew how to use these powers in ways Brainiac would have never thought of by himself. So we add that in, and it's it's over.
1: Interestingly enough, they're currently running uh, some comics with Lex and Brainiac teamed up, and the whole premise behind it is basically... Brainiac doesn't fear death and Lex's fear of death and like fear of loss like losing the battle, losing, not getting what he wants those things are what help them be a good team together so as soon as you introduce these two elements together bada bing bada boom, you got you got cars, you got we're there. We are... Wait, what? Oh, shoot. What's the what's the catchphrase?
0: Boogity, 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 let's go racing, boys? <laughs> All of a
1: sudden, boogity, 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 let's go racing, boys. We've got Mater. Yeah.
0: It took us a bit, but we made Mater out of that Jaguar car, huh?
1: Here's the thing, though. What I'm saying is, as soon as we give it self-preservation as a goal... Mm-hmm. And as soon as we have developed artificial intelligence that can make decisions to improve itself, once those two things meet, this could happen in a day. Yeah. This could happen in minutes.
0: We are off to the races, if you will.
1: And, like, again, the whole Lex Brainiac thing. Lex didn't know what had happened. He didn't know that he had been taken over by Brainiac his body had been hijacked. And that could happen to us. We're just in the car. Next thing you know, we're in a simulation and boogity, 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 it's the Matrix.
0: Okay,
1: well. Let's talk about the Matrix for a second. So, in the Matrix, a thing that is a problem that any, like, reasonable person will have with it is they, they claim, oh, these these robots have enslaved humans and are using them as batteries that's not what it was supposed to be originally and that doesn't make sense it, it, humans as batteries yeah. very very inefficient it it's it's like the argument of why we shouldn't eat meat the way we do because we spend so much on the resources just to feed these animals when we could just eat the resources we're giving to the animals kind of yeah Maybe we could just eat plants instead of the animals that we feed the plants and uh, like that's what you'd be doing with humans but originally humans weren't the batteries i don't well actually these this is what i think is true i remember this i don't know if this is 100% accurate but we were processors
0: oh yeah that would work
1: all we were were just little chips that you could be you could plug into and we we could process things for you because that's the thing about humans that we have over robots is the way we think the way we process is different in a fundamental way we don't have yes and no we don't have one and zero as the basis For everything in nearly the same fashion when you get down to it you could say that is true but it's in such a complex biological way that allows for creativity and forgetfulness that we could be a very strange type of processor and that would make sense and that's why I propose that the squishy bit is a matrixed human
0: yeah I think you're absolutely right. I think that's. I think if we are going on the assumption that this is not, in fact, a separate world, but a direct continuation of our universe, then yeah, we are. We are inside the cars. They are not mm-hmm. a new species. They are. They are us who is be who are being used by a hyper intelligent computer. Yeah, I I 100% agree with you. So, yeah. (laughs) We solved it. (laughs) Yeah, Mater's gonna eat ya. Sorry. Well, Mater's gonna
1: eat one person.
0: Well, yeah. Could be you. I'm pretty
1: sure it's Larry the Cable Guy.
0: That's probably true. Factually, I think we can back that up with evidence. But who knows? Maybe you'll be Sally Carrera, if you're listening to this. You could be Doc, but you'd still die. That'd be sad okay well that's right yeah i feel like we've wrapped this up with a bow (sighs) you want to end our podcast i'm just
1: i'm just thinking about about artificial intelligence and robots and stuff it's real spooky lucas what if we're already cars
0: john i'm not gonna think about that right now i won't stop thinking about it we're ending the podcast Thank you so much for listening.
1: So, if the cars are going to take us over, if they're going to put us in their own matrix, the chances of us not already being in a car matrix, it goes to zero.
0: Yep. We're in a car matrix. We're we're already
1: in the car matrix. Mater has already eaten us.
0: Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. That's a shame. Well. Weird that they're having us do a podcast about them. I mean,
1: if this podcast keeps us from discovering how to get out.
0: It factually hasn't if we've come to the conclusion that we're in the Matrix. I don't know.
1: Maybe maybe it's just distracting enough.
0: Well, if it's so distracting, we should stop doing it and figure out how to get out. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. You can follow us on Twitter, at Kachat. We have an email. It's thecachat at gmail.com. All that's one word. Uh, Rate us, like us, subscribe. I don't know. Do one of those things. Uh, Find a way to get out of the Matrix. I'm John. Please. Save us. That's a good thing to email us about. Uh,
1: Until next time, boogity, 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 let's go racing, boys
0: and sting like a beamer.